we're going to carry on with looking at the Beatitudes. We said a few weeks ago, didn't we, that um, the Beatitudes are a roadmap to Jesus, a roadmap to being his disciple in the kingdom of God. And I love those words that I've just sang with Oksana, that when we have tasted, when we have seen of his love divine, of his mercy, that our lives will be full, full of the beauty of the heart of Christ. You know, when you've tasted something beautiful, think about it right now. Something you've tasted. What is the, what is the most beautiful, tastiest thing that you've ever tasted? Maybe it's simply chocolate. But you want more of that, don't you? You want to be full of that chocolate. You know, I, you know I'm, when I'm trying to lose a bit of weight, I avoid chocolate because once you've taken a piece of chocolate, you just want to eat more of it. I'm sure you're like me with that. Or maybe that dish that the master chef created, that every mouthful that you take is like, oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Psalm 34 verse 8 says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who trust in him, he says. And we have tasted of the mercy of Christ. So we should want more. And that comes in being merciful. The New Living Translation of Matthew 5 verse 7 says, God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. The NRV say a slightly different. It says, blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Or the New King James says, they shall obtain mercy. So this word merciful, blessed are the merciful, God blesses those who are merciful. The Greek word here is elimon. And I've really been enjoying studying the Greek for these Beatitudes because the Greek word, like our simple words, there's so much behind the Greek word to help us understand fully what Jesus was saying when he says, blessed are those who are merciful. So this Greek word is elimon. This is for the word merciful. And this word means compassionate. And in brackets it says actively. So being merciful is being actively compassionate. Being merciful. And as with many Greek words, there's other words that these words come from. So elimon, elio comes from the word Elimon. Elimon comes from the word elio, which means to be compassionate. It means to be compassionate by word. It means to be compassionate by deed or by divine grace. It means to have compassion. It means to have mercy. Four ways it demonstrates this with this word. It means to have mercy on. So have mercy on someone or something to have mercy on. It also means to help one afflicted. Help one afflicted or seeking aid. So that's like a, a, a being merciful to, to somebody one-to-one, to, to help one who is afflicted. But then there's a broader picture of this word mercy, which means to help the, to help the afflicted rather than one afflicted, the afflicted, to bring help to the poor. And we've been looking at these words of Jesus and the kingdom of God. And this is the very core 
of Jesus' teaching. We looked at a few weeks ago, didn't we? Blessed are those who are poor in spirit. And the very heart of Christ is that we show mercy and kindness and compassion to those who are poor, to those who are afflicted. And the fourth example of this word, Leo, is to experience mercy. And we've experienced that mercy. And Jesus died for our sins. He has been merciful to us. There's another word that this word comes from, and it's elios, which means compassion. It means mercy. And so we expand this merciful and mercy even more. It it means mercy. It means kindness or goodwill towards the miserable, it says in my book, and the afflicted. But much more than just being compassionate and kind towards those people, it means joining with them. And it means joined with a desire to help them. And there's that compassion, that active compassion. It's that decision that we have to make in order to be merciful. And so this compassion, this mercy, this desire to help people um, is between, it says men and men in my book, but people, mankind, a person to a person, being merciful and kind and compassionate to each other. Exercising that virtue of mercy. It also talks about this com- the, the, the compassion and the mercy of God to us, to mankind. In general providence, the mercy and clemency of God in providing and offering men salvation by Christ. Clemency. Have you used that word before? It's a great word. I mean, if you're in the UK, in, in the US, you might know that word a bit better because um, it's, it's to do with those that are on death row. They are shown clemency by the governor. And the governor has the authority to show clemency to, to those that are to be to put to death because of what they've done. They can pardon them and, and reduce their sentence. And and take away the death penalty. So this, this picture, this to be clement means to be mild. It means to be kind. It means to be merciful. It means to have a readiness to forgive. That's what clemency means. And I, I, I love that word, clemency. And then this word, elios, means the mercy of Christ, whereby at his return to judgment, he will bless those his disciples, his followers, with eternal life. We can see that idea in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 17, where it says, Therefore it was necessary for Jesus to be in every respect like us, his brothers and sisters, so that he could be our merciful and faithful high priest before God. He then could offer a sacrifice that would take away the sins of the people. We have seen, we have tasted of his mercy. I want to take us on a journey this morning of mercy, of compassion and kindness throughout Scripture. 
I love to see the themes and the threads of Jesus' teaching and the Beatitudes through Scripture. And so let's start in Psalm 41, verses 1 to 3. It says this, Oh, the joys of those who are kind to the poor. The Lord rescues them when they are in trouble. The Lord protects them and keeps them alive. He gives them prosperity in the land and rescues them from their enemies. The Lord nurses them when they are sick and restores them to health. Oh, the joys of those who are kind to the poor. You see, when we are kind to the poor, when we show mercy to the poor, when we show mercy to each other and mercy to each other's, God blesses those who are merciful. Proverbs 3, verse 1 to 4 says this, My child, never forget the things I've taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years, and your life will be satisfying. That fullness we've just heard in that song. Never let loyalty and kindness, or it's the same word as mercy, never let loyalty and mercy leave you. (coughs) Tie them round your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people, and you will earn a good reputation. Can you see the, the theme, the thread of Jesus' words that God blesses those who are merciful for they will be shown mercy throughout Scripture? Proverbs 11 verse 17 says, Your kindness will reward you, or your mercy will reward you, or your compassion will reward you, but your cruelty, your cruelty will destroy you. You see, there is joy, there is life, there is kingdom living in being merciful. Micah 6 verse 8 says this, The Lord has told you what is good, and this is what he requires of you. To do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God to do what is right, to love mercy. Wow, that's really powerful, isn't it? To love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. Let's hear some words in the New Testament of Jesus. In Luke chapter 6, verse 35 to 36. And this is where it gets a little bit difficult to be merciful. Love your enemies, Jesus says. Do good to them. Lend to them without expecting to be repaid. Then your reward from heaven will be very great. And you will truly be acting as children of the Most High. For he is kind to those who are unthankful and wicked. You must be compassionate, just as your father is compassionate. Well, that's a whole new level, isn't it? That's a whole new level of being merciful. But Jesus' teaching is clear. Be merciful, because God blesses those who are merciful. 
You are blessed. You are all the things that we've talked about, about being blessed when you are merciful. Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 to 15, Paul writes to the Colossians. He says this in verse 12 of chapter 3. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Well, let's stop listening. Since God chose you, me, us, to be his holy people. This is how we must clothe ourselves with mercy, with compassion, with kindness, with humility, gentleness, and patience. Verse 13 says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, I said about this word elios, and part of it is that this readiness to forgive. This readiness to forgive. And Paul expands that, saying, make allowance for each other and forgive anyone. I'm not sure if there's any caveats in that. In fact, there isn't. Forgive anyone who offends you. That is real mercy, isn't it? Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts, the beauty of the heart of Christ. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Great words from Paul there. Helping us to understand the importance of being people of mercy, people that are compassionate, people that are kind to one another and to each other and to those we don't know and even to our enemies. One more verse, a couple more verses in James chapter 2, verses 12. says this, so whatever you say or whatever you do, remember that you will be judged by the law that sets you free. There will be no mercy for those who have not shown mercy to others. Thankfully, there's a but here. (laughs) But if you have been merciful, God will be merciful when he judges you. In usual fashion, James' words are very challenging, but very powerful at the same time. Whatever you say, whatever you do, show mercy. Be merciful. You know, as I was studying this, I I put a a really powerful statement down on my notes. Right at the start. 
This beatitude is a no-brainer. Really deep, that, isn't it? But it is. It's a no-brainer. Be merciful, and you will be shown mercy. But it's much more than just a prescriptive way of living. It's a whole lifestyle. It's how we should be as followers of Jesus. Remember I said Jesus is, and these Beatitudes are a roadmap of us understanding how to be disciples of Jesus, to be his followers in his kingdom. Then to be a follower in his kingdom, we must be people who are merciful to each other, to those in our community, to everybody, anyone. Be merciful. And so I ask a question. Are you merciful? Do you show mercy? Even to your enemies? Shall I pause there? Think about that. Because you need to respond. We all need to respond, don't we, to the words of Jesus. And if Jesus is saying to us, be merciful, then we need to ask ourselves, am I merciful? When you study the life of Jesus, and I encourage us to do it all the time, you quickly find that mercy is a key element of his life. Of course it is. He came and gave his life for us. That in the kingdom of God, being merciful is is a way of life. Showing compassion towards others, whoever they are, is a prerequisite of a follower of Jesus. And so I ask you again, are you merciful? Do you show mercy? Are you kind? Are you compassionate? This is the heart of Christ. Dr. Alec Mochia, who's a well-known Bible expositor and who from an early age had a love for the Word of God, had a love for the studying of God's Word. He was a principal of Trinity College in Bristol. And he wrote many widely, widely appreciated commentaries. And he said this about This beatitude, God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. The merciful are happy in a way the legalist can never understand. They have tasted of the sheer mercy of God who received them into the kingdom. They have come to share that quality of divine love. And they will be shown mercy throughout their lives and at the day of judgment. Let me say that again because I, I, I love that thought. The merciful are happy in a way that the legalist can never understand. Because we can become quite legalist in the way we live. Well, this is, they did that to me so they should get it as well. That type of thing. But mercy is the complete antithesis of that. Mercy is what Jesus has shown to us in giving his life for us, taking on his, taking on our sin, showing us mercy. Because those that have tasted 
and seen the mercy of Christ. Or as Alec Mocha says, they have tasted the sheer mercy of God who received them into the kingdom. They have come to share that quality of divine love and they will be shown mercy throughout their lives and at the day of judgment. And so God blesses those who are merciful for they will be shown mercy. This, this is the heart of Christ. And if we want to be truly disciples of Jesus, followers of Jesus, Christians, then we need to show mercy. We need to be merciful. We need to be compassionate. We need to be kind. We need to be all the things that we have said, I have said this morning, to all people. Steve, could we, I've put a video on, on the computer there. Would you just better play it? This is the same song that Oxan and I sang, but I thought we'll play it again. It's got the lyrics on the song. Need to put the sound in, um, Steve. Sorry, Steve. But as we listen to this, ask yourself the question that I've asked myself and we're asking, I'm asking today, are you merciful? Because God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Laying down my pride, nothing to prove. Now that I have seen, now that I have tasted of your mercy and your love divine, may my life. Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, what a privilege. What an honor it is to have seen, to have tasted of your mercy, your mercy divine. So my final words are this. Be merciful. Be kind. Be compassionate. Be merciful.